Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. I am Whitney. Today I have with me Catherine, Kathleen, and Claudette. How are you, ladies? Doing amazing, Whitney. How are you? I am awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. So we have just the four of us today, and Sarah is out we say a little prayer for Sarah. We always miss any of our sisters who are not with us when we are recording. And today we are going to be talking about balance, balance, harmony, rhythm, or integration. And the reason I've thrown all four of those out is because there is a notion that balance is impossible. Balance is not something to be strived for. And I get that concept, but at the same time, I understand that that is what nature is doing. And it maybe it's not about balance, but balancing. And then the other words that are thrown out or used are harmony rhythm or integration. And so we've talked about this concept of words matter. So the words that you use matter. And I would say if it matters to you, which phrase you use, then pick the one that works for you. So we're going to talk about these concepts in general today. And again, I'm going to say ultimately where you should end up or the best place to be is to have clarity about what it is you're trying to achieve in your life. What are you looking for? Is it balance? Does balance make you feel some kind of way? And if it makes you feel some kind of way, then call it something else. But get clarity about what it is you're trying to do. And so before I invite the other ladies in to partake in this conversation, I want to share with you a piece that I published a little over a year ago, and it's called So Now Integration. And I won't read the whole thing. You can find it on LinkedIn if you'd like to read it in its entirety. But it was prompted from an article that I'd read in Forbes that said, move over work-life balance, hello, work-life integration. And The interesting thing was at the time that I read that article, I had been reading some other things about work-life balance or life balance, and I had actually just drafted something myself for, at the time I was writing for a magazine, and, and my thought was that maybe we did need to reframe the whole concept. 
And so again, it was, is it just the words we use or is it what we're trying to do? And the Forbes article was suggesting that women in particular, when we impose balance on women, that we're making life harder for them because that's something that you can't actually achieve. And then the other or another feeling is that balance is boring, right? Balance is static. But in reality, if you pay attention to how life works, if you pay attention to the way the the world works, seasons, life, All of these things are looking for equilibrium. They're looking for a place where there's an ebb and a flow and somewhere in between the change from one to another is this sort of that place of equilibrium. And so I know everyone here is chomping at the bit to weigh in. So I'm just going to open it up. And uh, as we go, I'll share a little bit more about what was in the piece that I wrote. When I think of balance or harmony, or and I'm excited to hear more about the integration part, Whitney made a lot of sense to me as you were just speaking. My first word came to mind was peace in my soul, in my being. And then the second word was alignment with my inner being and my soul and the universe and God, you know, mind, body, spirit alignment is where I feel the most harmonious and the most in flow. And I know this well, because I would say up until just a couple of years ago, really the first part of my life so far, I was out of alignment, out of peace. And there was a lot of turmoil that was sort of brewing within my soul for a variety of reasons. You know, since childhood, there's a lot of ups and downs and it's sort of continued throughout my adult life. But up until recently, just a few years ago, so I know that feeling and that's why peace comes to mind because when I started doing the work on healing myself and going, I'm not going through life with this turmoil anymore, not another minute. It is out of balance and it's me because it's consistent and there's going to always be outside things happening that aren't necessarily what I want. But if I can figure, you know, it's got to start from within. And that really began the journey for me to just really go like, next level and heal because it I, finally the what light bulb went off that things just aren't supposed to feel like this. It's, it's like that upstream feeling. Abraham Hicks talks about that a lot of, of, you know, cutting out the swimming upstream feeling and that just resonated. It's supposed to be downstream and flowing and easy. And we're always going to have like challenges, no doubt to overcome. However, Creating that peace within ourselves is what really spoke to me. And, and doing that deep healing work is really what cre- started to create that peace. Even though I pop in and out of it, I went through a very challenging seven or, or so months. And I've shared about that. 
but I'm feeling like I'm back in my rhythm. So I think it's also natural that you pop in and out, but learning the skills to get you back in harmony and peace and alignment is super powerful. I think that's exactly the point, right? That it's an ebb and flow. It's a rhythm. There are times when you're going to be out of balance or out of whack. They're going to be, <laughs> That's a great word. you'll be in, right? And, or in, and it's flowing. And ultimately you have to decide where it is you're trying to go. And for you, peace, right? And when I started my journey, that was my goal, peace. I was looking for it on the outside. I finally realized that it was something that had to come from the inside. And so that became part of the journey. But like you, for the most part, I live my life in a state of peace and alignment. I love that you mentioned alignment and alignment, but the the thing has to be alignment to what? Right. And so as we continue this conversation, we can talk about how to bring that around. But I I love that you brought up alignment. It would help me start that alignment with self was really changing the direction of my life and figuring out what I want and starting every day step by step. Yes. Working towards achieving it. It was figuring out life on my terms. It really began with Fit District, the business I'm opening this year, Startup Concept, and really getting clear on that as something I really, truly desired. And the more I put it off, the more the turmoil continued. And so I got to that point that Tony Robbins speaks of that threshold point, not another moment, not another second. And I'm, am I going to accept not doing this in my life and not going after what I really want? And that really created this journey of feeling aligned. And it, it created a journey, not only of business. I don't want that to get, because one of my biggest blessings, and I've said that is Who I have grown into spiritually is like where I'm at there is one of my greatest blessings in that whole process by going after a business that I want to do. Pretty amazing. Absolutely. And then then it becomes about your priorities, right? And so when you got clarity on what it is you wanted, it helped you to prioritize the other things in your life. So... That makes total sense, Catherine. You know, I feel like when I always, when I felt most out of balance in my life is when I was giving more of myself to try to please others, to try to make my environment as calm as possible. So I'd find myself more of like really overextending myself. It, it both in work and in personal relationships. And, you know, that it's a learning. I always say this, like life is a journey. Healing's a journey. Like it's all, it's a journey. And, you know, we get to choose to step into that journey whenever it happens. But when we feel a little bit out of balance or you can feel it in your body, you know, I was frantically looking through some of my papers because I have what's called the wheel of life or the circle of life, or I think it's the wheel of life. And there's multiple sections within our life that we 
well, it's never going to be 2020, 2020, 2020 to equal 100%. It's never going to be that you're going to focus an equal amount of your time on everything in your life. That's health, personal care, health care, business, helping others, being of service, your financial wealth, all of that. We have multiple sections of our life that we really have the opportunity to step into. So you'll never have 20-20 or 50-50 or whatever you want to call it, or I had never had that. And we also have the opportunity to take a look at where we're most out of balance. You know, if you find that you're spending 80% of your time on work and 20% of your time is divided between your family, your personal self-care and other interests, then there's a problem. <laughs> you know, there, then there may be something, maybe not a problem, but there may be something a little out of whack here. And, you know, I, I think I no longer strive to be, you know, next week's podcast is going to be a little bit about that, but I no longer really strive to be, to be anything for anyone. You know, I no longer strive to be anything for anyone other than what is my heart calling me to do? What is my heart calling me right now? What in the moment right now, what is my heart calling for? And sometimes it's, it's really challenging to stay in that, in that flow of energy when you're dealing with something that's a conflict, death, stress at work, or, you know, the external environment. Sometimes it's hard to stay there and you can choose. I always come back to, we can choose. And if we choose something that doesn't necessarily keep us in balance, then we can choose again. You know, like we don't have to beat ourselves up about a choice that we made because that's in the past. It doesn't, it doesn't serve us. What does service is say, okay, what didn't work about that and what did work about that? And how do I want to proceed from now, from here? You know, that, and it just, there's always, there's always events in our lives that kind of bring us back to that. You know, I, I'm in the middle of, of, this is really personal. And I just feel like, you know, it's worth sharing. Like I'm in the middle of deciding whether, you know, my daughter and I will cohabitate based on me contributing to her purchasing a home. And there's external environments, external influences that are in her ear. And I have, what I've found about me, so this is the interesting thing is, as I started to proceed down that thought, at first, I was like, Oh, what a great idea, you know, we could there's so much that would work about it. And then as we started to progress further and further down that road, I, I started to feel a little antsy and a little irritated and a little like, well, what about me? And, you know, like those old, those thoughts. And, and this weekend I had the opportunity to say, what's not working for me here? And what I realized is that I had fallen back into an old pattern of giving more of myself to make it easier for someone else and not listening to what's healthy for me. And so I got to rethink my offer. I get to rethink what direction I want to go in. And that's an example of really creating a balance in your life. When you, when you start to feel that being out of balance, we can come back and rethink it. 
just because you made a commitment does not mean you need to marry the man. <laughs> Trust me, you know, I've been down that road. I made the commitment and then I, you know, all signs said not to do it and I did it anyways. And three months later, there we are, no longer. <laughs> so just because you made the commitment doesn't mean you have to stick by it. What you need to do is have the conversations that are challenging and, or could be challenging and stepping out of your comfort zone and facing the fear. You know, you had so much good packed in that, Kathleen. I, I want to so start. much, so much good. <laughs> it's like taking notes, like a crazy person, just in that little bit. I was too. And I want to start with the people pleasing and the overextending, right? And this concept that if we look out for self first, that somehow that's selfish, whereas when we do that, it actually lets us serve from a place of fullness and wholeness and health rather than from a place of scatteredness, right? And in the overextension. Well, obligation. And our like obligation, obligation or exactly. responsibility. Exactly. And so you actually can give more. It's a little counterintuitive that we think we need to to give, give, give. And then we're feeling some kind of way about doing that, feeling put upon, martyred, you know, negative feelings. Exactly. Rather than do it the other way, which is to take care of self first, which is the balancing or harmony, peace, whatever you're choosing to call it. And then give from there, right? And give what you want to give. It, it, it is not your role to take care of everybody and everything. And then the other thing that you mentioned that I think is a really good point to think about is that this is not about div- divvying up your time, energy, or resources in equal buckets. It's not about that. It is about ultimately getting clarity, as Catherine said, get clarity about what it is you want, how it is you want to live your life. And then prioritizing and then feeling no guilt about those things that are not of your highest priority. And I get that priority really is one thing. And we're going to we're going to skip over that word matters piece. And we're going to say priorities rather than priority. But you can get clear about what your priorities are and then as you take care of yourself, serve those priorities and let the rest of it go. And the other thing you said, Kathleen, is that's a choice, right? All of that is a choice. And when you choose that, then being out of balance, out of whack, not feeling peace in your life, that stuff starts to fall away. It just does. When it creeps back up, Kathleen, I just want to acknowledge you for your story that you shared about your daughter and recognizing the old pattern. This is something that really has really shifted my life. And when that turmoil or that unpeaceful feeling, whatever it looks like, anger, frustration, overwhelm, it is an opportunity for us to look at ourselves we are conditioned to go outward and blame 
right? Others or outside circumstances, right? I did that for many years. I call it my victim mode. I've shared about that. But now when I have those feelings, I might go into blame mode for a minute, but then ultimately I come back home and I say, how do I learn from this? Because there's something to heal because I can feel it inside of me. So just acquiring that consciousness that this is an old pattern or maybe a Band-Aid's been ripped off of a wound because you're feeling that unbalance or that unalignment. It's something to dig into within ourselves. I love that. I love this. I love everything that you guys have said. So we need to cut the head off of false responsibility. I mean, that's what we need to do is we think we need to help everybody, especially as women. Women are nurturers. Men do a little bit better job at assessing time, energy, and effort versus return. It's like a natural thing for men. It is also a natural thing for women to cast our net wide and help everybody, right? So there's a little bit of science behind balance, and it's the rhythmic interchange between all pairs of opposite expressions in the natural phenomena. Okay, so it's a rhythmic interchange If you notice you have light, you have dark, you have positive and negative, you have, right? And so everything within this world seeks, there's something called the law of balance and everything seeks to remain balanced. And when it becomes imbalanced is when we lose our love, our peace and our power. If we're in balance without trying to, and I'm not talking about the will of your lower ego trying to figure out how to create balance. That is not, it is more of a flow and that leads into guidance. Kathleen, I think everybody here has mentioned guidance, right? So with guidance, you know, Kathleen mentioned, I would do, you know, do a lot and get worn out and used up and all this stuff. That is natural instinct of a woman who cares and loves to do that. But is it the healthiest thing to do? We've all done it. And so The thing is, do as guided, nothing more or nothing less, and start becoming aware of the thoughts that rise up in you. If there's fear or guilt because you're not doing something, then that's not of the universal law of balance. That is, that's something else. It's a false creation. That's what I call them. It's a false belief. So take a step back. And if you ask for the guidance, you will get it. And wait till it just comes into your heart in a moment when your brain's out of the way. You know, everything, we're actually trained to respond to each other as if there's a fire all the time. And it's like, let's freaking pause for a minute. As long as someone's life is not in danger, we can pause and go, I need to get, I need to let you know if I can provide this. I'll let you know. Because if you don't do that, you end up, on the broke ass bus, exhausted, worn out and angry. And then you act like somebody you don't want to act like. And then you're like, I'm embarrassed. I acted like that. Right? Like this is not good for anybody. It's not good. So just pause for a minute and just go, am I supposed to participate in this or not? Am I supposed to be a part of this? So instead of trying to get balance, I wish you could go through Starbucks and pick that balance up. That ain't how it works. So instead of trying to get it, 
just understand and go, I ask for balance in my life to show up in the natural way and just let it start to flow and then follow the guidance because the guidance will always guide you back into the natural law of balance because that's what the guidance does. The guidance knows what it's doing. And just understand guidance doesn't have anything to do with doubt, fear. You know, fear takes away clarity and brings confusion. That's the first sign you know you're in fear when you're in confusion. That is not guidance. Guidance is that knowing. We've all had the knowing. And when you know, you just know that you know that you know. And that's the knowing. So I just want to add to what you're saying, Claudette, because you're exactly like right on. I want to just add one thing, though. If you're bitching constantly about your life, if you're complaining about everybody else, if you're feeling like your life is totally out of control, you're out of balance and it's time to step back and own your own shit. Now, I just swore twice in that little bit, but it's true. Like I have like this weekend, I've had multiple opportunities to just say, listen, if you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. So just stop your complaining. Stop. Just stop and do something about it. Well, I mean, I think it's time for us. Let's just wake up right now. Let's just agree to wake our asses up. Sorry. This this is going to be that podcast. Okay. Let's wake our asses up. And Tara's not here to keep you people in check. I see. I know. I know. We're we're just we going right now. But let's wake up and let's take responsibility for everything we encounter. And and you might go, oh my God, Claudette, what? You have all the power of the universe in you. And you can either think everything is happening to you, just like Catherine mentioned a while ago, or you can think it's happening from you. I would prefer for it to happen from me. That means that I have some, I can, I can take some responsibility here and shift something if I'm not happy. But whatever you focus on, if you want to be a victim, if that is, you know, if you want to remain there, I used to be a victim. I know what the victim bus feels like. But if you want to remain there, you'll keep getting circumstances that create victimhood because the universe is responding to you. There is an etheric essence. It's proven scientifically, and it is all neutral until thought waves are cast upon it. And then it becomes something else according to that wave. This is called wave geometry. But those thought waves go out, and everything is shaped from there. So if you start to think about that, what are you thinking, and what do you believe that causes those thoughts, and and then what are you creating? Start to look for the correspondence of that. And then start to go, oh, I need to wake up because you know what? If you're creating all this, you can de- and you don't like it. That's the broadcast bus. You get on the fun bus. We would prefer that you hop on the Beyond Your Best Plan fun bus with us. That's what we want to happen. Absolutely. I, I love that. I want to be on the fun bus. I am on the fun bus. I love that. Getting, getting on that fun bus <laughs> is often releasing beliefs that maybe once served us or actions or ways of being that once served us like when we were younger but are no longer serving us as adults and you know like I'll share uh Kathleen you mentioned earlier you know like overextending myself right and that really 
spoke to me I went through a coaching program a couple years ago and I did like this little test and it talked about our saboteurs and two of my top were being a pleaser and being an overachiever. So I felt very overextended a lot of my life. And while being a pleaser and an overachiever, what's that? I said, that's the broke ass bus. That's the broke ass bus. That bus out. And those saboteurs, saboteurs are like our beliefs or actions more that get created when we're young to cope. Their coping skills when we're younger that get created at a young age. And they served me then to a point and they serve me still to a point. Pleaser, overachiever. There's some really amazing qualities that I have from that today that I carry forward, but some not so much. Like I, I was a yes person to everything, to please people and caring way too much what people thought and continually working on that. So me learning to say no, creating boundaries have been very powerful for me. Not comfortable, not effing comfortable, but served me and myself in the world at a, at a higher level. So you're, one of yours may be learning to say yes more, right? Learning to say yes and stepping a little bit more out of the comfort zone. So, you know, these little you know, just learning to say no or learning to say yes can be huge in serving your mission forward. And and that's absolutely true. So I want to share a, a little bit more out of the article. And, and so this ties in a lot of what we've been saying. And I don't want this to come across as harsh, but if it is harsh, maybe that's because you need to take a deep, hard look in the mirror and face as, as Claudette would say, face some truths, right? And, and so how do you do any of this? I think the important thing is that you, you've got to make some time to think about not only what it is that you want, but how you want to feel. A lot of what we've been saying is about how you want to feel. So there are things that you want, and then there are going to be ways that you're going to feel about it. And that means you're going to have to make some some choices, right? And choices mean, some people would say sacrifices. I call them trade-offs, but it's the same thing. You can't have everything you want right now. And so this comes back to this concept of priorities. And once you've made these trade-off decisions, I mentioned this earlier, you have to let the guilt go. And so once you do that, then you can really start to hone in on your priorities. So here's a simple example. If your something that you want is a big house, let's say that, you know, Kathleen's talking about her daughter purchasing a house and, and some of the dynamics and and considerations that go as a part of that. But let's say that you want a big house and there's a, (laughs) in order to get what you want, it comes with a three hour commute, right? You have to decide what that trade-off means because a three hour commute means less time with your family, right? If you have kids, maybe that's missed ball games and dance recitals and, and other things, but, but it's your choice. 
you can't have the, if you are in a position, you can't have them both at the moment. You have to make a decision. And when you don't and you choose, let's say you choose the big house and the three hour commute, and now you're all in your feelings about and guilty about the things that you are not doing you've got to step back and reassess that. So, and remember, there are people who earn less money, drive smaller cars, uh, drive, live in smaller houses or drive older cars. They've made these trade-offs in order to be able to have what it is they want to feel. So it's not just about what you want. It is a lot about what you feel and you've got to get, that's a place where you've got to get in alignment. Right. You've got to get those things in alignment, which means you need to make some time to really sit down and think about what you're going to say no to, what you're going to say yes to, the boundaries you're going to put around these things in order to live the life, to be the person you want to be and live the life that you want to live. So. We're going to be wrapping up. So I'm going to give each of you an opportunity for a final thought. Sometimes what you think you want isn't always what is your best and highest. And the best and highest could be the or betters. So when you become frustrated that something's not working because you want it so badly and you're irritated and you're pissed off and you're like, you're angry at the world for it. And you're feeling like it's not fair and all that other victim crap that, that we all have been through at one point in our life, if not lived there for a very long time, AKA me, then know that there's an or better that's waiting for you. It's the or better that we just, our minds cannot even dream of the or betters. We can dream and yet there's more or betters out there. So know that if something's not working or doesn't feel like it's working, trust that there's an or better there and let it go or create opportunities to try to work in the best and highest for you and others. So when I say let it go, I don't mean just go divorce your your partner. I'm saying create opportunities Go to counseling, do something to make it work. And if it doesn't work, then then reconsider whether it's the right thing or not. I'm going to let the lawyer in me jump out right now. That yeah. was not advice. No, <laughs> exactly. This was not advice to do anything crazy. Uh, I'm not a counselor. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a lawyer. And yet, own your own shit. That's really what it boils down to. <laughs> You've got the life experience. So that's the most powerful to me. I don't care about little letters behind names, like bring me the experience. Yeah. So Kathleen, let's let Catherine and Claudette say their final word and then we can end with your reading. Yeah, I'll just say three quick things. And it's really about, uh, you know, self-care you know, move your body every day. If it's 30 minutes, that's going to create some more balance because you're going to get all kinds of good endorphins and good, like the goodness running all through you. Feed your body clean most of the time. That's also That's going to help your energy levels and feeling good in your body. And spend some time every day visualizing what you want. 
when, when I first started my startup, I didn't know any of the how. It seemed so overwhelming to like go implement this whole thing. But I just started with, I could see it in my mind like it was done. And literally all the hows have come together. And some of the hows, I'm like, how did that happen? I don't care. It did, but it's cool. I'm grateful. So just three little things on a daily basis. Move your body. You know, even if it's just a walk around the block. You know, feed it, feed it goodness most of the time and visualize what you want every day, most days. I love that. I would say cut the head off of the serpent of false responsibility. Girl, you ain't got to do more than you got to do. So just if your heart is not leading you to it, if you feel guilty or like you should, that is not the knowing. The knowing just, you know, you just know you need to do it. And, and here's the key about this. When you're not in false responsibility, then all the power of the universe is backing you up and you won't get exhausted. When you're in false responsibility, you back on the broke ass bus because you're tired. You're really tired. So that's what happens. So I would say cut the head off of that and understand that and trust that inner guidance that we've all had to guide you as to what to do. And what not to do, don't do any more or less. Have an open heart and just do what you're going to do. That's it. Amen. Kathleen, take us home. I'll take you home by also saying it's not in your timing, which brings us to the card that we drew before we started this podcast. And it's called Smoke and Mirrors. It's um, from the Oracle of the Seven Energies deck from Colette Baron Reed. So shout out to Colette Baron Reed. And this makes complete sense to me because it is not in your timing. If it feels right, continue to take steps toward that when it feels right. We're actually built to view the world inaccurately. Our five senses tell us we are separate from one another. We're conditioned to see time as linear. This creates a consciousness of delineation, separation, and finality. We have an innate fear that what we see is all that there is. Although we know deep down there is more, we are suspicious of it. Our fear of death results from this kind of perception. The entire world is a construct of smoke and mirrors, and our job is to discover the truth that lies beneath and beyond this illusion. Discoveries at the frontiers of science align with what the ancients have known. At the atomic level, we are blinking lights empty in space. Consciousness is fundamental. Time can be bent and we are eternal. Ask yourself if what you see is really just what you're looking for. What do you sense beyond your intellectual assessment of what is? Can you drop into your heart and soul and call for a vision, a feeling, an awareness of the truth and authentic? Every day, remind yourself that you are intrinsically connected to all life. The universe needs you to learn about it. You have within your extraordinary magic, you have within you extraordinary magic with what to co-create life beyond your wildest expectation. Today, trust the inner voice that reminds you that you truly will find what you seek and more, even if outer conditions appear to challenge that. It's all smoke and mirrors. Things are not exactly as they seem. And so it is. And so it is. So thank you. The mic just dropped. (laughs) Absolutely. 
Thank you for sharing that, Kathleen. Ladies, thank you for your brilliant insights into this topic. We invite you to think about what it is you want, how it is you are interconnected with everything and how it is that you can use the law of rhythmic interchange and rhythmic exchange in order to bring about what you are seeking. So thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Have a beautiful week. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.